Good morning, it's Thursday the 31st of March. It's International Transgender Day of Visibility. Happy birthday, Chloe Zhao, Christopher Walken, Al Gore and Ewan McGregor. Following some hopeful signs on Tuesday, things have been very much back to the new normal on Wednesday in Kyiv, with shelling and attacks resuming on major cities. President Zelensky said that the Ukrainian military can see that Russia is building up troops for renewed activity in the Donbass region and that he doesn't believe any beautiful verbal constructions that say otherwise. The Kremlin also appeared to be playing down any hopes of a breakthrough when the governor of Ukraine's Chernev region, Vyacheslav Shaus, told CNN's John Berman there was absolutely no sign of any reduction in attacks. This is yet another confirmation that Russia always lies. And they are saying about the reducing intensity, they actually have increased the intensity of strikes. Today, we've had a colossal mortar attack on the center of Chernihiv. 25 people have been wounded and are now in hospital. They're all civilians. So whenever Russia says something, this needs to be checked carefully. U.S. also chimed in with warnings that the Russian talk of peace and withdrawals may just be a classic negotiating ploy, as Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby explained. We think it's the Russian play to try to bargain for more leverage, which is why they're continuing the onslaught on some of these city centers, uh, which are still under um, the threat of significant airstrikes. And Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says Putin may not even be aware of how badly this special military operation is going. One of the Achilles heels of autocracies is that you don't have people in those systems who speak truth to power or who have the ability to speak truth to power. Uh, And I think uh, that is something that we're seeing in Russia. Following the expulsion of four high-ranking Russian staff from the embassy in Dublin, Ireland has been slow to explain why the four were selected. Other countries, including the Netherlands, Belgium and the Czech Republic, accused the people they expelled of being involved in espionage. But Thetuk Michal Martin was reluctant to be explicit about the reasoning. The reasons were well-founded and on the basis that the activities of these individuals was not in accordance with international standards of diplomacy. I think people can read things from that, but fundamentally uh, there was a security premise underlining the decision. It's expected that Russia will retaliate with expulsions of Irish diplomatic staff from Moscow. Minister for Integration Roderick O'Gorman addressed the dawn on the issue of Ukrainian refugees. He says there are already over 15,000 people in Ireland fleeing the conflict and the situation will place big demands on Ireland. This is the greatest humanitarian crisis Ireland has ever faced. More than 15,000 people have fled here in just over a month, with more than half of those now accommodated by the state. This response will get more challenging in the weeks and months ahead. The topic of Partygate was a feature of Wednesday's Prime Minister's Questions Time as the Met Police have issued 20 fines over the Downing Street lockdown parties, but given no detail as to who was fined or for which events. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer was calling on Boris to just resign. The police have now concluded there was widespread criminality. The ministerial code says that ministers who knowingly mislead the House should resign. Why is he still here? Fresh from a Tory party party on Tuesday night and sporting a cut on his nose, Boris was in no mood to step down. We do at least expect some consistency from this human weather vane. It was only a week or so ago where he was saying that I, I shouldn't resign. 
Ireland is planning to introduce new legislation around recycling and waste as part of a renewed effort to tackle climate change. The Cabinet has approved the Circular Economy Bill, which will change rules for waste, allowing for CCTV to catch illegal dumping and introduce a levy on disposable coffee cups. Minister of State Ossian Smith. We're bringing in a similar levy to the one that we did on the plastic bags so many years ago, and that was so effective that reduced the plastic bag use by nearly 95%. Not everyone is thrilled at a 20-cent levy, including Adrian Cummins, CEO of the Restaurant Association of Ireland. Uh, We would like to have consultation with the Minister around the practicalities of implementing this new levy, and also from a food safety point of view, that there is comfort there for coffee shop and, and restaurant owners. So to come this morning, Devon Island edition tributes to the Wanted's Tom Parker and BAFTA have announced their TV nominations right after this. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back. Wednesday saw a memorial service for a sporting legend as Australia gathered to pay tribute to cricketer Shane Warren. He died tragically while on holidays in Thailand and thousands turned out of the Melbourne cricket ground for their chance to say their farewells while Elton John also performed. And Shane's dad, Keith Warren, paid tribute to his beloved son. Mate, your mother and I cannot imagine a life without you. You've been taken too soon and your hearts are broken. Thank you for all you did for us. Have been such a loving and caring son. Fellow cricketer and on-pitch rival, former England captain Nasir Hussain, also paid his respects. It was an absolute privilege to be on a cricket field with you. You were the greatest bowler I ever saw. And in the last 10 years, it's been an absolute privilege to be in a com box with you and call you a friend. We love you and we'll miss you. Award season is in full swing with the Grammys this Sunday, hopefully slap-free. The TV BAFTA nominations were announced on Wednesday with 80s HIV drama It's a Sin leading the race with 11 nominations. Ollie Alexander was nominated for Best Actor along with Sean Bean and Stephen Graham. Ashling B and Rose Matterfeo also picked up nominations for comedy performance with Adele getting a nomination for her Saturday night special. Squid Game and Succession also picked up nods in the international category. Race Around Britain got a comedy entertainment nomination and its host Munia Chihuahua also also picked up a Royal Television Society Award on Tuesday night. He says his nan will be delighted. I feel like I went to the ends of the world to be a presenter when I was a bit younger. Writing to agents, pretending to be Idris Elba, staying up till 3am, like filming nights out. I feel like this was all worth it. And I never quite believed I'd get here, but now I'm holding it in my hands. Probably going to end up on nan's mantelpiece, but that's how you know you've kind of made it. The death was announced on Wednesday of the Wanted's frontman Tom Parker. He'd been battling an aggressive brain tumour for the last 18 months. He was only 33 years of age. The Wanted sold more than 12 million records worldwide and had top 10 singles in the UK, including All Time Low and Glad You Came. Tributes flooded in from many in the music world, including Liam Payne, Spandau Ballet's Martin Kemp and Ed Sheeran. Tom had spoken openly about his terminal diagnosis and had undergone radiotherapy and chemotherapy, but to no avail. He survived by his wife Kelsey and his two kids Aurelia and Bodie. 
Here he is speaking to Roman Kemp on Capital about what the battle with cancer thought him. Rest in peace, Tom. And I think that's the one thing I've actually learned is just to appreciate every day yeah. that you get given. Do you know what I mean? Because none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.